0: back our one viewer and other people that will watch us in the future future to viewers, our, yeah future viewers to our, our first podcast after a pretty long hiatus yep
1: you took a a little vacay
0: yeah i took a vacation that kind of hindered it a little bit and then work life and everything just
1: took oh, a little I'm bit to sorry. get back
0: and then swinging things afterwards yeah so. But,
1: but we're here, we've been playing games. Been... Yeah, always
0: playing games, are you kidding me?
1: That doesn't stop, it,
0: no it matter what. It doesn't stop. Even on vacation, I brought my Switch. Nice. Played it on the airplane, played it in Arizona.
1: How was that? Is it, it a was good, good travel? Yeah, no, it, it
0: worked really well. I played Mario Kart for like five hours on one of the plane rides. That's awesome. It worked fine, like I had no problems with battery life or anything either. Yeah. Yeah
1: five hours straight
0: yeah pretty much like i just got on the airplane it was like a five hour plane ride wow one of them was so i just yeah i just played mario kart played breath of the wild too a little bit that's cool yeah it was fun um yeah the airplane mode like they have it built into it so it's not a problem fucking anytime cool I enjoyed it, but yeah, and then I went there and I finally got to try out ARMS, the fighting game. Yeah? Yeah, it's it's okay. It's gimmicky, but it's okay. <laughs> what do you mean by gimmicky? It's just the, the whole premise of the game is that it's, um, you know, there's this fighting tournament, and basically all these people, for some reason, have, like, stretchy limbs Whether they have literal, like, sprains coming out of their arms, or, like, one of them, um, Twintella, I think her name is. I'm not even positive. She, her hair, or the arms, that she, like, uses punch. I think she's, like, a witch or something. I don't know. It's, I don't care about the right stories. They have really weird origin stories. Um, Some of, yeah, but they're just, like, it's just gimmicky because they're, they're, it's a very zany cast of characters. And then the fights are basically just... Anything past medium is hard as fuck because then you realize that you're not good at the game. uh uh-huh. Yeah, because, like, it uses motion controls and shit. Yeah. And it is kind of hard to win the punches. Um, but, like, you'll play on easy and you'll be like, oh, I'm good at this game. Like, oh, my God, I'm actually doing work. And then you put it to medium or higher and they just destroy you. Mm-hmm. And then you take it online And you also figure out that Everyone else that plays the game Is better than you So
1: That's um That's something that I find No matter what fighting game it is Oh yeah Everybody online is better than me I I end up losing 98% of the time (laughs) The only Um, thing that I've been good at Consistently online Is King of
0: Fighters weirdly Yeah But um Other than that, though, I mean, Nintendo tried something new, so good for them.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, it looks good. It looks polished, and
0: it's, it's fun and it's, it's visually like appealing. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's a it's a new IP, so you know it's kind of lacking on some content.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There's not much to do other than the arcade. Like, there's like two kind of just mini games: the volleyball and uh like a dunk contest where like you're fighting but when you grab someone you dunk them in the basketball hoop. Huh. That's yeah, weird. it's just two just uh mini games to kind of put some longevity into the game but other than that like it definitely was made to just like play arcade or play online. Huh. So.
1: What did it seem like to me? It It kind of seemed like it was virtual on. Did you ever play that? No. In the arcade or anything is like a i want to say Sega sega saturn era um fighter where you're it's a 3d fighting game where you're like behind robots yep and it's like an arena fighter okay and it had uh two joysticks that you control it with oh yep and it had like an attack button on top and triggers they used yep. those were the only buttons, and then you do the right and left movement with those joysticks. Yep. And then they ported it to I think the sequel to Dreamcast and PlayStation Two. Mm-hmm. And that's a really cool game,
0: but that, it... you know that the the way that you set up the controller too that you just mm-hmm. said like that does remind me of um of Arms because. When you hold the controllers for the game, you literally hold them like this, like yeah. straight out,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you're using, I want to say these top buttons,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and these, and the way you move is like, you have your arms like this, mm-hmm. and it's like, this is left, this is right, yeah, and then like going forward is forward, and going back is back, like, yeah. so you're literally like like joysticks moving around.
2: Yeah. And then
0: you use these to punch and stuff and to grab and block is like, you put them together. So like you doing like, Oh, it's a joystick. It literally, that's like Mm -hmm. how this fighter plays.
1: Yeah. It's weird. It's like a reskin or something, Mm -hmm. but, um, I mean, except that virtual on, you could use projectiles and like melee stuff. It was, I feel like arms is just weirdly like only
0: projectiles. Yeah it's like, weird because like So like you're, you're obviously you're Punching but because you're You have springs and shit like your punches Go so far and you curve them The only other thing is like Each character Has three different Like hands They can put on the end of their arms mm-hmm. And uh they range From you know the normal just boxing gloves To like rocket Ones that it's literally like you punch Out and then all five fingers like projectile off of that mm. and it will make like a bigger radius. Of, yeah, it's all weird, but like they have every character has three different ones, so it kind of makes like it's fun to put one hand on one and put a different one on your other one so you can like mix it up. But yeah, like you said, it's basically all projectiles because you're even though you're punching, you're fighting from you know 20 feet away. Yeah. Dipping around and everything
1: It's still uh, Yeah It's still pretty inventive Like people I There's no way you can play Virtual on right now So Like Yeah like, so How that would game. anybody know
0: <laughs> Yeah No yeah exactly But no that's uh, I, I played that over there For a little bit um, I didn't touch it Since I got back Just because I haven't Really touched my Switch Since I got back um, mm-hmm. Except for Splatoon 2 Which I picked up Mm-hmm. Friday it came out. Cool. Friday. Uh, uh, yeah, that came out Friday. Um, that came out, and the new set of Amiibos came out. And um, I picked up some of those as well. I will just show them super quickly. Uh, we got Corrin from Fire Emblem Fates. He's got, like, some fire on his sword, on his Yato. Nice. But his uh, the one thing I noticed, though, is, like, his cape... Is literally like the size of his body Like they put a lot of work into it Mm -hmm. To make it like curve around So I thought that was really cool And then uh, there's There's three Amigos, there's Cloud, Corrin And Bayonetta, but they all had a Player 2 version, which is their alternate costume Mm -hmm. Um Corrin and Bayonetta, I don't have the Player 2 ones, but Cloud I have both So I have the Player 1 of Bayonetta, which is Her from Bayonetta 2 Cool She's just striking a pose Doing all this stuff. It. Winking. You can, can't really see it, but she's winking.
2: Yeah.
0: And then you've got the Player One Cloud, which is from Final Fantasy VII,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is my favorite just because it's classic. Yeah, it's very cool. plain. Yeah. Um, and then you have Cloud from Advent Children, the movie, which is the Player Two. Mm-hmm. And it's all black and like cool looking sword. It is cool, though, because I did look at it just to like, I wanted to see it how much of a difference it was um, with both of them. And it's definitely, like, obviously they're in the same pose, but, like, they did a lot of detailing on the second one, too. Mm-hmm. Um, even just, like, it would be hard to see on my camera, but, like, on his on that he has up on the sword, in the Final Fantasy VII one, like, it's kind of just plain looking. But you can see, like, in the Advent Children one, you can see, like, tone, like, you can see, like, the line going down, and so like, like, they just, they updated it, even though he is the same character, and, I mean, it's the same Amiibo, literally. So I didn't feel like they would put too much work into each of them, but they both look really good, though. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, those came out, um, they're a little hard to find, but, like, I went to GameStop super early to pick up Splatoon 2 before work, and they just happened to have a few. So mm-hmm. I'm bummed. Um, yeah, Splatoon 2, literally, like, it... Splatoon 1 on the Wii U wasn't, like, bad. Like, it was a really good game, and yeah. it was super solid. Um, and in Splatoon 2, they really didn't have to change the formula, and they, they did it. Like, it's, it's a lot of the same. Yeah. Um, it's a different story, but the story in Splatoon isn't the main thing. Like, so it's yeah. kind of just a throwaway, like a whatever, fun little story. This one is a little bit better in my opinion uh, But They added A few of the like different splat guns And such um, Just the basic Updates that you do for a sequel um, They kept the same formula Of like you spawn in And you're in like A little part of the city With your shops on your right And uh, directly Use like how you get into online play Mm -hmm. Um, So they basically kept the same formula there. The only thing that I'm glad that they changed up for is because they knew that the online was so big, they made it so online just works better. Like, Mm -hmm. it seems to connect and not lag as much as it did. Um, They implemented a, like, a lobby system, finally, because before it was literally, like, you just go, you hit quick match, and you're just you go to a match uh, this one, you can go into like, there's a new area to the right that you walk in and you can like see if there's people around you that are playing or literally just like make a room and have people join you. And like, you can make sure you join the same game and everything. Um, so I mean like any, the only thing is they're playing catch up to all the other online services. So like, obviously we're so used to like call of duty and halo, just being able to join your buddy. And you go into a game, like, Lobby's done a new thing. It's nothing new. yeah. But they're finally implementing it. Um, The only thing is in quick play, if you join with people, they don't guarantee you're on the same team, which sucks. Granted, matches only last, like, 30 minutes, so whatever. But, like, me, Luke, and two of our friends played, and, I mean, we played five matches, and the first one, it was, you know, Their team's a four, but like two of us was on one, two of us on the other. Next game, three of us were on one, one's on the other. Next game, you know, two and two. It just, huh. We weren't ever all on the same team. Yeah. Um. The I'm not positive because I haven't reached the level, but it's like once you get to level ten, you can play ranked matches, and then once you play ranked matches, there's like league ones that open up, and I think the league ones are when you like, get a team of four to go against, like, a team of four. Um, I think they just did the quick play one um, to not have teams steamroll, I guess, is what what I think it is, because it's supposed to be just fun, not, not super competitive because you're playing quick play. Mm-hmm. Um, so they didn't want teams of four rolling in and just, like, dominating everybody, all these little kids up play. Yeah. Um, I think that's the reason why, but, like, I still would want to just play with my friends. Like, I don't like playing against them. Yeah. But that, that's that's one of my complaints. The other thing is the chat that they fucking have. Oh, my God, dude. I don't know if you saw anything on it, but, like...
1: No, I was curious.
0: So you don't chat through the Switch. What it is is, like, you have to download a Switch app on your phone. And then you've got to plug in this adapter or whatever from your phone, like, to the Switch. Some stupid shit like that. To utilize the chat system No one does it So it doesn't matter Because we all just say Fuck it Like we'll just go on the Discord And Or Skype And we'll so just use it, that
1: it's They decided to have You have to get a Completely different peripheral For it? Yeah
0: you, you have to get You have to stick the app And then you have to get An adapter That, that plugs that in your phone And a switch
1: That is so bizarre
0: It's such a workaround for it And like that's why no one No one does it Like we all just use Online services That are already easy to use And have downloaded That most of us do That's
1: that's a huge issue
0: Oh yeah it's huge And that's why Like it's it's a flop For them Because They have this all set up And no one's No one's doing anything with it Like You made it too hard When you literally have like templates almost with xbox Live and playstation network that it's like they already have systems that it's just like okay you can make a party join it you can have up to you know eight people in there and you're just all talking playing different games this one is just such a workaround and it burns your data and battery if you're not using wi-fi that's the other thing Mm is like now that you're using your phone you're literally burning your data if you don't use Wi-Fi, And then also you're worried about the battery life of your phone. Cause like, you know, on Xbox one PSN, you're using your controller, which if that's going to die, it would have died anyway. Like it's something you already use. Yeah. But now it's like your joy cons can die. Your phone can die and your switch can die. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're just burning so much power for no reason. Um, that's the big letdown on this one, is that uh, the chat is just stupid on it. Uh, no one uses it, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, they, they added... They added some new, like, types of guns, because in the original one, it was just, like... You had splatter guns, which are basically, like, assault rifle-type submachine gun-ass ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the paint roller, which you just put on the ground, it's like a melee, and the paint brush, which is a quicker version of it. And then you had, um... The sniper, which was like a charge up and you shoot long distances. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was it, though. In this one, it's like they added. They have all those still. They have a lot of different variations of them, which is cool. And then they have like the splatter shot. No, not splatter. Shot. I don't know what it's called. I can't think of the name. I think it's called splatter shot. I'm not positive. It's basically their equivalent of a shotgun. It's yeah. basically like a bucket of paint. Yeah. That you're sloshing everywhere. I like uh, that. So that was kind of <laughs> cool. That's fun. and then they have a uh, they have dualies, They're called, but it's literally like two small submachine gun like spray guns
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the whole thing about them is like you fire them and they have kind of like a wild like they're not very accurate but it's a new mechanic that when you're firing if you press b in any direction you'll like dodge roll and then when you come out of the dodge you, you can't move for a second but both the cursors for the submachine guns overlap because you're aiming at the same target so they are mm-hmm. super accurate for like a second after you dodge roll so it does bring a new level of like actual skill needed for those ones, like to utilize it more. Uh, yeah. That's what I exclusively use because uh, they tear shit up. But yeah. um, I love using them. I was good at the first platoon and I'm pretty good at this one. Uh, but those are super fun. Um, I'm not super high at level, like the max level 30 and you literally unlock guns until level 30, like every level.
2: Mm-hmm. There's
0: different guns that unlock and it's because they have like different um for lack of a better term like different grenade and different um stupor like ultimate um on them that's another thing is they added like pretty good ultimate abilities in this one where it's like you build a gauge as you're playing and instead and um when you fill it your gun either has like ink armor which whatever gives you extra armor for a little bit But there's cool ones where it's like splashdown where you literally like jump up into the air and it slam into the ground. Just like paint goes everywhere and you can anyone that's caught in it dies. Mm -hmm. And then there's like one where you literally have like two sets of fucking like rockets that come out of your back and you lock on to targets that are far away. And when you hit the trigger, like they just launch paint missiles at them. Mm -hmm. Um, That one's really cool. But yeah, like they did that. And then they, they just they they balance the game a little more. That's the other thing. So like the charge rifles, you can now like charge it up to a full charge, which will be like one hit kill, turn into like a squid form and like go under the ink. You can travel a little bit and then pop up and still have the full charge. Hmm. That was one thing that they changed because no one really used the snipers in the first one because you had to charge them up and like you're stand like when you're charging, you move super slow. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
0: And um if you miss that one shot, like, you're dead. Like, they just swim up to you through the ink. Yeah. Um, This one, they made it so, like, you charge it up, swim up, kind of, like, hit them, and then you can dip back. Um, They also made the maps a lot better. That's what I... That was another thing I noticed right off the bat. Um, The maps have a lot more 3D value to them. So snipers have a lot more time to, like, they can get up top and do things. I literally had a guy that, like... One of my first matches, I saw him with a sniper rifle on my team, and I was like, "Yeah, like this is this is gonna be bad." He got up there and he had the most, he had the most splats, so like the most kills on a team, and the most ground covered, which I thought was really weird because like he was just like they made the snipers a lot more usable in this game. Um, yeah, so Splatoon two, it balanced it a lot more, gave you more weapons, and mm-hmm. did kind of what like a logical sequel would without changing up the formula to the point where you don't recognize it as a game. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I mean, I played it last night for, you know, like, four or five hours. Just played it online. Cool. It was, it was pretty cool.
1: Have you have you done much of the single-player campaign?
0: Uh, I did two islands. It, not islands. They're, like, they're basically islands. Like, I don't really know. They're, like, floating platforms that you go to. But okay. uh, each one has, like, the first one has, like, four levels that you go to, and then, like, the second one has six levels. Um, I, I did the second one, so, like, I did probably about ten levels or so. fought two of the bosses. It's really fun. I mean, it's it's a normal formula. Um, they did... The, oh, my God. They, I'm trying to think. I, I know they added something that I thought was kind of cool. I can't think of it right now. They... They just, the levels seem a little more uh, platformy, which I like.
2: Okay.
0: They seem a lot more uh, intuitive. Like, uh, after, I feel like with Splatoon 1 was really their, like, test because it was a new game. Yeah. So they really weren't sure exactly how people were going to utilize the abilities you have. And then in this one, they made it a lot better. And um, they just made it, even with, like, the multiplayer maps, like, they made the single player more 3d too, where it's like, instead of it being super like you're on one level, like going up a lot of towers and stuff like Yeah. Just, yeah. They did the logical steps and, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's not my favorite game or anything right now, but for 60 bucks, I'm still pretty happy with it.
1: Okay. That's cool. And yeah, and, it's funny bringing up the price point of these Nintendo games because it's going to stay there for a while. Oh yeah, definitely. (laughs) And like
0: you, that's always something to consider. Oh yeah. And $60, like, I mean, you, you can spend $60, you know, five times a week if you wanted to get all these new games that are out. Um, Yeah. But like picking and choosing what you spend it on is the biggest thing. And I guess that's like, what people need to be aware of and um splatoon 2 i would say if you're not if you have a switch but you don't really have people to play with or you don't you didn't super like get into splatoon 1. like maybe you liked it you enjoyed it but you weren't like i played it pretty heavily when it came out um i wouldn't spend the 60 on it i'd spend 40 would be the price point i'd wait for it to drop but Nintendo doesn't like to drop their prices for a long time, so that's the other thing to consider. Yeah, is how late into the life cycle of the game do you want to wait? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you, you look at some games like uh, Mario Kart Eight and such. Uh, you spend sixty bucks, but like you could trade it in for forty for like a super long time. Arms, though, you spend sixty bucks on it, it trades in for like twenty-one. Like, some of these games hold their value for way after you spend the 60, and then other games just drop, and, like, that, that pre-owned, or the uh, sell price will drop so low that their pre-owned price is going to drop, and, like, a lot of people are trading it in, so they have no need to give you a lot of money. It's so like, ARMS, you could probably pick up for 40 bucks relatively easily, but Splatoon 2, I think, is going to stick around at 60 for a long time, and even pre-owned is only going to be 55, 50.
1: Yeah, I, I just did not see very many games on the Wii U dropping. Uh, yeah, no, the Wii U, 55.
0: Yeah, the Wii U titles, like, held their value. Like, Mario Kart 8, I mean, obviously it's on the Switch now, but, like, um, on the Wii U, like, I, I got it, sold it, like, a while after. And I was like, oh, like, I really want to play Mario Kart game again. Uh, like, I don't want to play older one, I want to play 8 again. I'm going to go pick it up, like, near the end of the Wii U's life cycle, and, um... Yeah, it's 55 bucks. Yeah. Like, I was like... Like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, I guess I won't pick it up, but... Still, that that says something about, like, they're really quality games. They hold their value. They're lower quality, you can tell, because the value drops really quickly.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. But... Or, I mean, it's tough assigning value to them. I think it's more just, like, the popularity of it. Um, Yep. No, exactly. I think... I, I'm trying to remember I, I feel like ARMS was at EVO but maybe I'm making that up yeah um that's something that happened recently EVO did you watch any of that any of like I, smash or anything?
0: I didn't follow any of it to be honest with you yeah I. Uh, what
1: did you see though I just watched a few highlights I the what did I watch? Uh, I think I saw the King of Fighters Grand Final and the Tekken 7 Grand Final. Um, those were pretty cool. Um, a lot of it's funny seeing the split and how, who's ranking highly at those things um, South Koreans, mm-hmm. Japanese, and then a few Americans sprinkled in. <laughs> Um, a little bit It's always yeah. a
0: little bit Yeah
1: I think I think Smash has More Americans than, than yeah. Any of the other categories But um, mm-hmm. um, I heard It was Pretty exciting For I didn't See all of the Smash one But they They broadcast it on Disney XD and, Yeah I heard And somebody it. won with Bayonetta I just I just like that That they had yeah. The Bayonetta posing on Disney Channel
0: <laughs> Yeah that's that's funny She's the overly sexual One out of the entire Smash Like roster Yeah that's all Kirby right I mean look at the curves On Kirby though <laughs> You can't deny that
1: it That perfectly round shape Just Honestly. how can you resist um, Honestly Uh but I still think it's cool. I think Evo is very cool. I I wish I was good enough to walk in the door. Um, <laughs> I had a friend who uh, who goes every year. I should have checked in with him before before mm-hmm. this one. But I mean, he goes every year, and he he still. Um, I think I think he mostly played uh, the versus games, so yeah. Um, I think he, yeah, he played versus and a little bit of Street Fighter. Um, I don't love Street Fighter Five, so that yeah. they had an announcement that was very silly. Um, the good news out of Evo for me was that uh, Arika is going forward with their new fighter, um, yeah. Fighting Layer EX. Or I think they're. I don't think they're titling it yet, which is weird to announce uh, a release date. Yeah, it's like yeah. twenty eighteen. Look forward to it, like, and it has. They confirmed Skullmania, which everybody loves. Everybody mm. loves the skeleton wrestler man, and uh, so it's exciting stuff. But like, it's weird trying to find any news or updates about it right now because there's yeah, no title You for can't it.
0: You can search a title, so it yeah. makes it a little hard to find out but That's that's a weird. Uh, that's a weird move. It's a yeah. bold move, Cotton. We'll see if it pays off for him. <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, but, I mean, it's still something that I'm really excited about. Um, mm. uh, I don't think I talked about Tekken 7 on the podcast. No. Uh, Not at all. It's, at this point, it's it's already gotten to the point that I think people are pretty... Um, they're they're waffling on it at this point because uh, they're waiting for the DLC to come out and for people yeah. who already spend a season pass. Yeah. Um, it's kind of how they're judging it. With the, they've had a few updates to it so far. Uh, I know that the netcode wasn't great. Um, I played a, a few rounds. I was actually decent at that. I think I, I almost won a few matches, like no actual wins, but uh, yeah. I got close. In my defense, I got um, close. <laughs> I'm decent at Tekken, um, although I don't know any real like specific techniques. Um, yeah. But it, it did have A little bit of lag to it um, King of Fighters Doesn't have the best uh, Lag times right now either So I'm not yeah. like a huge judge of that Right now But and I know that the update Addressed some of that um, And getting uh, matches in the lobby Wasn't great People were having a lot of drop matches um, Yep But, and, like, it's, uh, my thing with it, that I am so, something that I look at with most of the fighting games is the single player. Um, I don't do a ton of (coughs) online, but um, the Tekken 7 story mode was awesome. Um, People who, I don't know that people always go to these things for the story mode, necessarily but i i like the the trend since um i feel like maybe mortal kombat x was the one to really do the the story mode where the story elements would go right into the fights yeah like that's still a cool thing to me
0: i yeah no i definitely hear you um i enjoyed that factor of mkx and i mean like and it just kind of why I, I was gonna say that's why I enjoy Justice 2, though as well. Yeah. Like,
1: so it's that same thing that like Tekken Seven. It's it's very steeped in the lore and like they're they're definitely pulling from those nostalgia strings. So it yep. it it works on those levels, um, especially me having found a uh, a lot of fondness for four. Um, mm-hmm. I wish that they had. Um, I had to use some of the stages from it a little more. Like, they definitely have some cool stages in 7, but they are they tend to be, like, kind of ruins and, um, like, outdoor scenes and settings, yep. whereas I wish they had just some more urban environments that 4 had. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have, like, the costumes that, uh, from 4 that are pretty cool. Um, yep. And the customization options on it are actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but people, people are at that point that, um, they've kind of exhausted that with as much as the treasure mode gives you, you use the yep. treasure mode to just kind of, uh, gain ranks, single player rank. Yeah. Uh, outside of the online mode so that you have yep. two different ranking systems basically. And then mm-hmm. you use that treasure mode to get new items as well. And, um, and people have just kind of exhausted that already. Yeah. Um, even though I think it was a pretty generous amount, uh, people are definitely putting in the hours. So, with the DLC, I think people were hoping for more Tekken characters, um, but and as well as more options for those customizations. But what they yeah. announced at Evo was a another crossover character. Um, the character that the game came with was akuma from street yes. fighter
2: um
1: yep. and he he plays like really well he's a little yep. bit i don't know that he's broken necessarily but he definitely he, has an he, advantage he's in some ways. powerful yeah yeah
0: um
1: and and he his model does look kind of cool like I, I really like his face and that, yep. what they did with it um but it's not I don't love the crossover characters necessarily. Like I yeah. like I don't personally need that. I I like the Tekken lore, so yeah. I definitely want them to be, you know picking things from that well. And like mm. I think the DLC should reflect that more, but I can't argue that um, it needs to be exclusively that. So, yeah. But the the character they did announce was Geese Howard from King of Fighters,
2: mm-hmm.
1: who is like the the boss character from like the the original real Bout games. Yep. And and like maybe the most, I don't know about the most, but one of the most iconic characters from the that game series. Yep. So it and it, it definitely fits Tekken. Like that, he's mm-hmm. a bad guy and like a bad father, which is the Tekken thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, so it, it fits, and he does. He definitely looks good. They they know their engine. They they polish those characters. I think, but yep. um, but it wasn't what people wanted to hear. I think necessarily.
2: Yeah.
1: And and so it's already kind of soured. But <laughs> yeah. the only other edition that they've announced is Tekken Bowl. What's that? Uh, what's Tekken Bowl? It, so it's a it it's, it's a bowling game. A bowling. Oh, okay, game. good. I'm, I'm glad I. It's good. A, yep. There's no real ambiguity there. No way you can confuse Wasn't that. Wasn't that in Tekken before? It was. Like okay, it's. Okay. I'm Trying to remember. I think it started with. It was, I want to say Tekken Three.
0: Uh, it. Was, a, was that a PS2 game? I feel like I played it on the PS2. I don't know if they had it in other ones, but like I played Tekken, like bowling in Tekken. Yes,
1: yeah. I'm pretty sure it's been in almost every one of them. It. Um, I, I love it, but I feel like it's one of I, yeah. those things that you don't really need to pay $20 for. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Oh my god, fuck that. Like, yeah. Fuck that. So, oh my like, god. People don't Life. love Harada right now, like the guy, that, <laughs> the the lead dude. Um, yeah, no, no. So, like, you add
0: those gimmick modes just to just to have a little fun mini game. You don't yeah. try to get twenty extra bucks for it. Like, damn.
1: And then you see that, like, in Justice Two, like they announced, I somebody just showed Starfire. Yeah. Um. So, like, that's, I think, a legit choice. Yeah,
0: no, uh, they So I got The special, like, the Ultimate edition Mm -hmm. And I have the season pass And, like So the first pack, they did announce Like, who they were already Mm -hmm. As in, like, Red Hood Starfire Um That's it for the three Um, Mm -hmm. they announced them, and, like, this is the final one Coming out of it Um But, like, they're making them really solid characters for the game. Like, none of them feel terribly overpowered, luckily. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, I watched the Starfire one, and her gameplay looks varied and nice and still, like, within the lore of the game. That's the other big thing is, like, the lore of the game is one thing that I don't want them to fuck with. And, like, the fact that Sub-Zero literally, like talks about um the mortal Kombat versus versus dc game because
2: mm-hmm.
0: like they have those opening things and like yeah there's one where like sub zero walks in and um the joker is the other one and he'll be like i feel like i recognize you and he's like we teamed up to fight uh dark con
2: uh-huh.
0: and he's like yeah he says some you know stupid quip or whatever but like that's the main villain in the DC Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. So like they're kind of saying that like Sub Zero still remembers that, mm-hmm. but like this probably this isn't the same Joker is the only thing like they're different.
1: Yeah. Universes.
0: But like they're kind of still keeping it with the lore of like there's these there's the multiverse and uh, Sub Zero still a part of it because of that. And uh, with uh, Starfire and Jason Todd, like I don't think because uh, like during the lore, we kind of learn about which characters die and mm-hmm. um both of them don't like they just don't ever mention them but like i don't want to see raven or beast boy because they literally specifically say that like they're dead yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like luckily they're bringing in characters that aren't uh, lore breaking um i know they have more packs coming out though for characters mm-hmm. um Because right now we have four DLC characters. That's including Darkseid, which is a pre-order bonus. Um, Which I got because I pre-ordered it on Amazon. So Mm -hmm. it's still like in the code. Um, But they showed like silhouettes of them all. And two of them that you can tell like discernibly from the silhouettes are um, Black Manta, which is Aquaman villain, and then Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... uh, I mean, the rated one, I'm like, why?
1: Yeah. Pretty much,
0: I guess. Yeah. Um, you have so many DC characters,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I feel like one Mortal Kombat character is more than enough, because obviously it's made by the same people. And, like, in the first one it was Scorpion, In this one it's Sub-Zero. That makes sense, because they're literally two of the, like, biggest, like, recognizable ones. For people that haven't played it. Um, and to pick someone like Raiden when it's like why not why not just like pick the DC universe for an electric superhero? Like Yeah. Like you st- know Static the, Shock, maybe I was gonna say right off the bat I can say static shock. Yeah. Would have been kind of a cool one to see Nether Realms twist on what is like design would be and everything.
1: Yeah
0: Um There's not terribly a lot of like Electric people Um There's a villain called Livewire That that could be one You know like Yeah Just I feel like it's weird That they picked Raiden And having two Mortal Kombat characters In this game Yeah Um
1: It's It feels like a weird marketing move Like to keep Mortal Kombat
0: Relevant Yeah Yeah Um other than that though I know that they They did show off Like there was a bunch Of other silhouettes On there that people Are trying to figure out Who they are mm-hmm. Um It is cool though Because now with the whole They didn't have this In the first Injustice Which I kind of Didn't remember When I started Injustice But like They have like You know A bunch of unique dialogue When they come in To the battle Like talking to each other And yeah They never did that In Injustice 1 And I know that they like They've specifically Reference Raiden In one of them mm. Yeah like uh Two of them like clash together, and it's like, um, he's like, I saw a guy, you know, they shooting lightning, and he's like, yeah, with the uh, straw hat, and like how, like, mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, so like, Raiden is apparently in this lore already because they're referencing him, mm-hmm. but like, how? I don't know, man. I just feel like it's weird. I don't like having, yeah, like, like you were talking about, like the uh, crossover characters. Like, I don't really like it. Like, I don't mind it for one. Yeah. But um, I don't like having multiple ones when you have a universe that has such an extensive lore. Exactly,
1: yeah.
0: It's just annoying. Yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, I'm happy with what they showed off. Like, I like the DLC character so far. I'm just, I don't want them to. I don't want, I don't want Raven to come. And then I don't want him to be like, okay, because he was in the first Injustice, let's add Scorpion in the last fighter pack or something and have like three Mortal Kombat characters. Like I I might be, that that would push me over the edge, dude.
1: It's rough whenever you know, I guess in that instance, whenever you know that there are only so many slots. Yeah. Like you feel, you feel like
0: you're getting cheated.
1: Yeah. Like if somebody's going to be in there, that means somebody else can't be in there.
0: Yep. It's like, yeah, you have uh, like nine, it's nine or twelve like DLC characters coming. You already have the first three. Um, and I already know one of those slots is going to be random. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, so don't, don't, rate. please do not be like, oh, let's add it. Oh my god, dude, I would literally I'd be so fucking mad if they were like, oh, we're going to have like a Mortal Kombat Fighter pack where it's like Raid and Scorpion and Liu Kang or something stupid like that. Oh, dude, I'd be so fucking mad. Yeah.
1: Like, no. no. Like, that's, that would be rough. Uh, I wouldn't put it past them, but let's hope it doesn't come to that.
0: I wouldn't either. <laughs> they love their Mortal Kombat, which makes sense because that's their, like, baby. But, yeah. Um, you got another new, like, you got another good fighting franchise now, though, with Injustice.
1: Like, come on. Yeah, and like the Justice League movie is going to come out. And I feel like yeah. like there's definitely potential to... Add the know, villain. Add the Stephen Wolf. Sure.
0: Who's that? The villain in the Justice League movie.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Huh.
0: Interesting. Um, and they, they do do tie-ins with the movies, too, though. Because when Wonder Woman came out they had a special event in the multiverse that if you completed it, you got like, all, you got your four gear pieces that uh, made you look like that from like, okay. the movie. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. And it literally had a special ability on one of them that if you use the enhanced version of your shield bash, it would trigger the level transition. It could be like, because normally it's only uh, like, um, like holding back and doing your heavy is what makes a transition happen okay or can be the trigger I don't know if you know what the transitions are it's like a portion of the map mm-hmm. like one side of it you can if you get the enemy over there and you connect with that it'll like smash them through the wall then you'll go to the other half but like it does a bunch of damage so in the movie though in Wonder Woman she like shield bashes a guy through a window transitioning onto the rooftop and they made it so like doing that move in enhanced can trigger the transition like in the movie. They just—I know that they pay attention to that stuff, so I'm wondering what they'll do for Justice League. Yeah. Even if they that's just do like movie outfits that have uh, um, special abilities like that, that pertain to the movie.
1: Yeah. It's pretty cool that they do that
0: at all. I mean, that's that's more effort. Than, yeah, no, they would it was it was interesting that they like specifically made an outfit and then made it have spe- a special ability that mimics, like what she does in the movie. Yeah. So, That's cool. It was a cool level of effort It was like a limited time thing that you could Earn but, That's
1: awesome Yeah um, So I got I got A couple games I could talk about uh, But was there something else that you wanted to talk about
0: um, I mean the only Other big one was uh, The Destiny 2 beta Oh yeah uh, Yeah I, I finished that uh, yesterday actually. Um, cool. How does it stack yeah, up? The, the, so they put out a beta and it. I need to play it because so they extended it. It was supposed to end today. They okay. extended it until Tuesday, and they added a the social space. Now I'll get to that in a minute though. What that like fully means, but like okay. so the original Destiny beta, like Destiny one, I played it, um, in the closed beta. It had eight story missions. It was the first, like, act almost of Earth. It was uh, six on there, two on the moon. And then it had a strike, and it had the multiplayer. Now, that was a fantastic game. Oh, and the social space. It had the tower. You could see what it looked like. It's really cool. Uh, you got to really experience the game. Now, Destiny 2, the beta had one story mission, one strike, and Crucible. Okay. So like the multiplayer mode the competitive multiple. um other than that though it had no social space it was literally just you were in your ship and you picked one of those three okay now the thing i'll give it is that that mission the first one they don't have you they don't have you choose it it's literally like you start it you pick your class which is still uh titan warlock hunter and then it just goes into the cutscene that starts that mission and you go in that mission was fantastic. It was super story-driven.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that was the one thing, the biggest criticism for Destiny 1 was the story was not there and super lacking there. was boring. Mm-hmm. This one, like, I got engrossed in the story of just this one mission. It was kind of long, the mission. Mm-hmm. And it sets up the story of Destiny 2, pretty much. Um, and I kind of have a theory about, like... The, the mission and how it ends, but, like, um, yeah, that story mission was, like, amazing, and it really got, like, because I was kind of on the fence of Destiny 2, whether I was gonna get it or not, and this kind of cemented it for me. Um, other than that, though, in this mission, in the strike, it's, like, uh, you get to try out one new subclass on each one, which I play only Titans, or so I only tried that, and it's Sentinel is what it's called, and you basically Captain America. Um, you, like, make a shield, and you can, like, shield bash and whip it at people, and it will ricochet, and it's really fucking badass. Like, I really like it. Um, the other awesome. thing they added was, in the original one, you had two abilities. You had your melee, and you had your grenade. They were considered abilities, because they were on cooldowns. Mm-hmm. You're, you can still melee, but your melee had, like, a supercharge. Um, they added a third ability, if you hold circle. So, like, on my Titan, it was, like, you had your melee, your grenade and if he held circle, he would, like, ram forward, and it would make, like, a, a rectangle sh- um, shield that you can't shoot through, they can't shoot through, but it would make cover. So that was kind of cool. They added new abilities um, for each of the classes, one new ability. Um, the mission was good. The strike was good. Uh, the strike is, like, 25 minutes longer, so it takes a beat. Um, it's a normal strike. That was just, like, a small mission. Um that yeah, was really fun though it shows off some of the like some of the uh, gear you can get legendary gear at the end so you can see some of the new stuff and how uh the new like shaders and shit will work you can't really do anything because there's none in the beta and then the other thing is crucible which i played a little bit of they have a new game mode in there um i mean it's player versus player multiplayer it's it's the same shit as like Call of Duty and stuff. They're basically, you know, there's just there's so many ways that you can make it interesting. This one is four uh, v four. You can re you can uh, be revived, but only a certain number of times. It's whatever. It's it's nothing super interesting. But uh, I like the multiplayer. I really like Destiny multiplayer only because you play with your, you know, character from the single player in multiplayer and all your gear abilities and all your weapons or what you use. Like, I love that because like you really feel like you customize how you play the multiplayer Mm -hmm. and you can find what you're good with and other players find what they're good with. Um, Mm -hmm. But so this new update came out that extends it, fixes a little bit stuff because it's kind of buggy, but they added a social space. So like an area where you can just go and I haven't played it yet though. I saw some video of it. I think it's called like the farm or something. It's like, it looks, uh, like, art-wise, it looks a lot different than De- than, than Destiny 1. Uh, the original one, Tower, was very just um, sci-fi-looking, like it's uh, marble and everything, whatever. It's just a very basic area. And then the second, Social Space, was just a sci-fi-looking area. Like, this one's, like, more agriculture and, like, there's, like, nature and stuff around you. So it looks really cool, but um, I'll explore it a little bit. I know people have been, like, searching for secrets in it, and someone found, like, a code on a ceiling that no one can explain yet. Hmm. Stuff like that. So there's got to be something in there. but Yeah. Um, the beta was good, though. I'm definitely going to pick up the game. Um, the thing is, if you didn't, if you're not a big fan of Destiny 1 or you didn't put a lot of hours in it, definitely don't get this one. It Like Splatoon 2, it's more of the same. They did the logical steps, and they're definitely working on what they failed uh, with Destiny 1, as in, like, story mode and just different um, focusing more, I guess. Mm -hmm. Also, because Destiny 1 was released on both previous-gen and next-gen consoles, they had to, like, scale it back kind of thing. So this one, you can definitely tell it's, like, a PS4, Xbox One title. Like, it looks a lot better. It's a lot more polished. There's definitely a lot more to it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I definitely like it more Because of that Like, It just it looks so much cleaner yeah. Than Destiny wanted. They can do a lot more with it Because they know that they're only working With the new hardware They don't have to make sure it can also run on 360 PS3 Yeah well, that's um, cool.
1: how, how long until that comes out?
0: It uh, comes out September 8th Okay, I might be wrong on the day I know it's early September I'm pretty sure it's 8th though so it is, uh, it is this year. It is relatively soon. Um, but they're getting this beta out of the way, which they definitely warned players that going into the beta, it was a build of the game that was about two months old at the point of release of the beta. So this is... They've already worked past some of the stuff that they're talking about or that they that people are experiencing. But um, that's why they extended it too, though, was because... They needed to add the social space, and they needed to just uh, make it a little more of a current build for people to, for them to get accurate data on the beta test. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool that they kind of realized that and wanted to extend it a few days to see what players can fuck with and see how the it handles it.
1: Yeah, well, that's cool. I I do like the idea that if you want to. Experience the best version of it Then you can just get the new one
0: Yeah oh yeah Um
1: and I mean like
0: a, l- a lot of Players cause this is really like a building On what you did before type of game As in Destiny 1 mm-hmm. uh, uh players can just jump into Destiny 2 though Because they uh, your stuff Won't carry over Yeah so that's a nice thing For new players um You can import your character So they'll be like the same look uh-huh. But uh you're not gonna start off at like a high level or anything. Yeah. They they do show why in the beta too. That's another thing, like story element. I don't wanna super spoil it for people, but um they at the very end of the mission they show why like everyone's gonna be starting at okay. zero. Um so it looks like it looks like you might be able to basically be your same character, but you're you're reverted. Uh, back to Zero. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, I'm excited for that just because, like, it, taking time off of the game, like, I took, like, two months off, sets you back so hard. Yeah. And I wasn't looking to, like, catch up with a new game. Yeah. I wanted to be able to jump in there day one and be on an even playing field with people and, you know... Yeah. Go forward from there and not have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. So... But from the beta and everything, what I've seen—that's pretty much all I got to say about it. Like, it's—it's it's pretty solid, though. I enjoyed it a lot. The story is going to be so much better.
1: Yeah, I mean that was a huge drawback in my
0: mind, in considering oh, yeah. getting it. Oops. Crap. And the big thing they did fix in Rise of Iron, which was the latest DLC for the first one, it's very evident in this one, is they wanted to make use of their NPCs, like all the vendors. Mm-hmm. So, like. Because, like, you had a lot of cool ones with, like... They were definitely unique people. Yeah. But you didn't know anything about them. And in this first mission, it's, like... You interact with five of them. And they're actually, like, involved in the story. And it feels like it's a bigger universe. Like, you're not the only one. Yeah. These aren't just people talking to you from the... uh, Cons and shit. Yeah. More immersive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's cool. But yeah. Seems pretty legit. Awesome. But uh, what games were you going to talk about?
1: Uh, just real quick, Devil May Cry 4 and the first Bayonetta. Two, yeah. two games that I think are kind of linked, um, just because they're uh, character action games. Yep. With uh, Platinum... Uh, either design or design ideas. Like mm. with Bayonetta, that's a platinum game. But uh, Devil yep. May Cry Four, I think. Uh, oh man, I'm 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 not gonna get his name right. I want to say it's Igarashi, but I don't, I don't think that's right. Uh, the <laughs> platinum director of Bayonetta One. Uh, I think he was saying that he was um, looking at Devil May Cry Four a lot before making Bayonetta. Um, yep. I think just because they have the like two, light attack and heavy attack buttons, and like the, the kind of, slowdown with dodging attacks.
0: Yeah, dodging and having a slowdown right after.
1: Yeah, yep. um, Devil May Devil May Cry Four is awesome. I I like the characters a lot. That I don't love the enemies how spooky they are they really spook me uh they they make me like so scared and i i run under the covers and i have to pull them up to my eyes and i might wet the bed a little bit but i try to keep that to myself
0: um as <laughs> if i was gonna say, uh you little baby
1: <laughs> i'm a wee little baby boy and <laughs> but i mean it, it is really cool um that's the game like makes you feel. I think that's what platinum games do is it like everything about it is really like gets your blood pumping and like makes you feel cool as you're doing it. Like a lot of distorted guitars and Mm -hmm. like they give you like the rating system is always like something like cool and like super cool stuff like that. So it has a lot of style to it. Um, They both have some. Devil May Cry 4 especially has some weird platforming stuff. Like it gets. It feels a little stiff. Um, Yeah. But that's also to like make you get the upgrades so that you get that double jump and that you feel so much better having gotten it. Yeah. So that's one of those weird things that these games often have to give you that. What's the word I'm looking for to make you want to get further into the game? Yeah, um, give you an incentive. That's what it was. Um, the Devil May Cry Four. It feels like a PS Two game. Yep. With the the next generation, like kind of coat of paint on it. Uh, just in the level design, it's kind mm. of basic. Um, even though it looks great, I think. It does have that. At not every stage has it, but it does occasionally have the Resident Evil style, um, pre-rendered backgrounds. Yep. So the camera's fixed, and you're moving around that space. Mhm. Um, but it looks great. Like I visually, I always liked that style with the Resident Evil games. So it, it looks good to me, and it it doesn't feel bad. It just kind of is what it is. Um, Yeah,
0: there's no way around.
1: Yeah, I mean it's. I think it works better in Resident Evil because, like, the whole point of those games, is not necessarily like jumping and flipping around the way uh, these games are. So it doesn't bug you that much. Um,
0: I definitely hear you on that one.
1: Yeah, Um, it. So it's easier to just focus on how. Good those games look in a Resident Evil game And it does Still feel like it has That lineage of the Resident Evil Games as well mm-hmm. um, With the spookiness I mean the, the story is not I know that Resident Evil Games don't always have The greatest story But I still feel like it's <laughs> um, Several levels above the Devil May Cry Stories yep. Up to the four point anyway um, yeah, true sure. But it, it's a lot of fun uh, it's, it's solid Hack and slash stuff So I love that um, Bayonetta is The next step Having played Devil May Cry Right before it It's a lot more fluid
2: mm-hmm. and,
1: um, and it feels nicer To have some of those upgrades The thing about the f- have, I played the second game first And that to me is a much more, much more of a representation of modern platinum sensibilities and that it just really focuses on the fighting, uh, and some of the platforming, uh, the platforming, I think they decided to just give you all of those movement abilities right off the bat. So you don't feel, it doesn't feel as stiff in that sense. Um, and then you, but you do have to work to get those, the the fighting upgrades, mm-hmm. um, for the combat to feel a little more cool. Um, yep. And the the thing that the first game had, uh, I think you played the first one, right?
0: You haven't played the second one.
1: Of the May right? Of Bayonetta.
0: Oh Bayonetta! I played both of them. Sorry.
1: Oh, you have played both of the. I Bayonettas did not
0: and... beat Bayonetta two though.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, my Wii U broke before I could beat it, so... All right. Um, Switch re-release, please.
1: Yeah, well, I... I don't make I, me buy
0: another Wii U, please.
1: I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. They they alluded to it pretty hard. It,
0: fucking better, dude, because, like, I don't want to <laughs> buy a new one. No. I will, though, because I want to play that game so bad.
1: No, it's cool. Like, the first Bayonetta has a lot of cool parts that um, uh, that look like... Um, middle gear rising stages. Yes. So they have they look like urban like a bunch of crates lying around for no reason and like I don't know like the the sewer rafters and stuff like that that I just think are cool cuz I'm obsessed <laughs> with cities for some reason in video games. <laughs> yep. Um so they they kind of look like those stages I think it has a little less personality because of that. It like the Bayonetta Two has more of the um, like it. You're going around the the weird little European village more. Yeah, and more of like yep. the the um, it's like a like ancient uh, ancient city relics and stuff. Like cliff sides Stuff like that That I think Represents the Kind of more of the character Of the Bayonetta world more Um, But Bayonetta does have The first one has I think a few more Little deviations That are fun But then get really frustrating Really quick uh, there are a lot of quick time things that I think are really frustrating um, that just because they come out of nowhere and if you mess them up then you have to start over from the very beginning of that stage yeah and it's kind of that's that's just very annoying yeah so thankfully they got rid of most of those in the second one um, and they gave you your like full character control for any of those cinematic moments yeah that they yeah
0: they they I did experience that a little bit, um, and I thought it, I thought it was really good.
1: Yeah, I mean, the only other thing that I have a huge issue with is the the item crafting in the first one. I don't think that's really necessary, and I think that's more of a holdover from the Resident Evil games. Yeah, um, in Resident Evil, like. That's kind of the point—is the item management. But in a game like Bayonetta, I don't feel like that's necessarily like
0: it's needed at all.
1: Yeah. So like that streamlining, I think helped a lot with the series and with Platinum games from Mm -hmm. that point on. Um, So it's interesting going back to those games in that sense, and Platinum's a, a developer that I. I'm enjoying going through each game that they have done. So I I like knowing where they're where they've decided to deviate. And I think they have several different little groups working on each game, so it's not really consistent throughout, but I do think they have some ideas that uh, make it through each one. Yeah. So that mm. was cool. Still good That's games. A good... I still prefer Bayonetta 2. I think that really they streamlined everything and it just they just made a game that epitomizes all of their all of the things they were trying to do with the other ones in terms of the gameplay. The story is still weird and it's yeah. like it's I think a step above Devil May Cry. Uh, especially four. Four is just like Devil May Cry four. They they just take the Nero's girlfriend, and he's basically going after her the whole time.
0: Yeah, that's the pretty much
1: game. it. Yeah. Good. It it feels like kind of a side story because it doesn't have much to do with Dante, and like mm-hmm. that was kind of the point of it. But at the same time, it feels like you should get something a little more canon sometimes with sequels. So. Yeah. But um yeah, the the other thing I wanted to ask about just uh, a category that comes up a lot with me personally with these things that I kind of wanted to discuss with you is there is a Bayonetta anime that I have seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I enjoyed quite a bit. It's directed by the guy that did um what was it? Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust Yeah Um, He has a very like 80's He did Ninja Scroll 2 I don't know if you've seen that Um, No actually Well everybody has like these really Pointy noses They're all really lanky uh, But the like Animation style is really fluid He always has really good animation Like a lot of detail in the backgrounds And stuff uh, mm-hmm. I like that. It's kind of a it's a look that you do not see in anime these days. I think. Um, yeah But it's one that I've always liked. Um, but I wanted to get if your opinion on uh, animes of video games.
0: Animes of video games. Yeah. Um,
1: like because I know, you know Platoon is getting an anime. They announced that. Is it actually? Yes I did not. I
0: did not hear that. Yeah. Damn. A manga and an anime. All right, then. Um, So, I'm trying to think of ones that I've actually experienced. Um, The most recent one was the Castlevania one on Netflix. I'm trying to think of other ones, though, even. There was a... I know I watched... It wasn't an anime, but it was an anime movie. Mm -hmm. They did, I think, two of them. They did... uh, there's one for Dead Space. Yeah. They did, They did like, two or three movies on Dead Space. And then they did one on Dante's Inferno. Yeah. Um, it's, I think the guy that did
1: Dante's Inferno is the guy that did the Bayonetta one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the Dante's Inferno one.
0: If, if it's the same guy, the Dante's Inferno one was very good, and it was, like, Very dark And It it had the same feel Of the game And everything
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um So yeah It definitely like They they kept the gore And the blood And everything Like yeah That was good Um I'm trying to think though Uh Other than that Like I've had pretty much Mainly good experiences With any Anime that's based off Of a video game Mm -hmm. Um yeah, any of the ones I've seen have been really good The Dead Space ones were fantastic I mean, the Castlevania one is, like, super hyped right now But, like, watch the first episode and, yeah, like, it's it's got the feel of the games it, it really has, like, a solid story and a good art style And, like, it has a lot of the, like, very dark and, like, very eerie, like, art to it I don't even know how to explain it But like the way the big thing is like, I'm a big fan. I'm not religious, but like, I'm a big fan of like studying religion and such. And, um, the way that they represent like the Catholic church and the way that they draw their monasteries and their chapels and everything, like Mm -hmm. from that time period is just so spot on and it looks so good. Um, so I was very happy with that. Like that, that was one of the ways that it, uh, engrossed me really quickly. Mm-hmm. Oh. Other than that What other What other video games have animes from? Oh um There was There was a uh, Anime movie from Mass Effect
1: I was gonna say
0: uh, I tried that's... to start that one <laughs> Yeah that one you definitely Cause like here's the thing Another thing is um you also gotta see how much you can just either just watch it or do you have to play the games and watch it like Mm -hmm. to get yeah so like Castlevania you don't need to play any of the games to watch the anime like it's a completely separate entity like it's so good by itself um I did feel that way with Dante's Inferno and the Dead Space ones with the Mass spectacle and you had to have played the games it takes place um in between the second or in between the first and the second games, second game kind of, but it's with a character you only meet in the third game, and like gives him the backstory of the third game you hear about, but you don't truly get. Um, it's a good one. They fucked up a little bit though, and it made it was a little weird. It was a little weird. The enemy and the collectors in the games, you fight them, and they're basically like the same exact size as you, the humanoid looking. But in the anime, now I don't recall if in the lore of the universe they are, they can be bigger, but in the anime, like, they roll up and, like, there's a few that are the size of us, but then, like, they get into their hive ship or whatever and they're fighting them and they're, like, three times as tall.
2: hmm
0: And I'm just, like, like, as a, as a person, i played the game, you know, multiple times, all three of them, mm-hmm. not including Andromeda, because fuck you. Because um, you love it. Yeah. And, uh, I played through the games multiple times. Like, I watched that, and it was just a complete, like, what the fuck moment. Like, I was like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, that's so fucking weird. Um, other than that, though, it was a pretty solid movie. Like, it was... Okay. Yep, yeah, it, it did justice to a lot of the stuff, but, um, that was just my one gripe with it. Um, other than that, though, like, I can't pick of many other games that have animes. Mm-hmm. The, the big thing is, like, I'm trying to... The big thing is, like, obviously you have games that are based off of anime, so that's the one thing that I'm trying to, like, discern from. Yeah. But, like, I've had... Out of any ones I've seen, I've seen at least, I've had nothing but good experiences with them, and I think that they should be done more. Yeah. I, and, I mean, dude, if, ne- like, Netflix... If they want to continue with this trend, that, like, because they did Castlevania as a Netflix original, like, yo, continue that trend, dude. Like, yeah. make more Netflix original animes based off of games like that. And oh, holy shit, like, they'll be fantastic. Because, like, Castlevania got renewed for a season two the day it came out.
1: Yeah, I was going like, to say, literally, it was pretty within, quick, right? literally,
0: within four hours of it being on Netflix, like, they, they're like, okay, it's renewed for a season two because of how the reviews were how many people binged it. Like, Mm -hmm. it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, But yeah, like, I, please, do that trend. Pick up more, like, I wouldn't call Castlevania being obscure, but pick up more, like, games of that vein that are dark. And, give a,
1: what's your top three if they could have, if any game could have
0: animes? Your top three. Um, I have to pick the first one being Resident Evil just for the sake of who I am.
1: Yeah, um, you got it.
0: Resident Evil, um, I think they should do a Silent Hill one. Okay. Um, the movies didn't do it justice. They, they were good. I, I enjoyed them, but they didn't do the games justice. Um, I think if they made an anime that was dark and like, fucked up, like almost akin to American Horror Story, uh because in the games like the games are always like it starts at like my biggest thing i tell people this all the time when i talk about silent hill is you'll meet nine or ten different characters through the course of the game and the first 30 minutes of meeting them and like experiencing who they are and everything uh uh, they seem like the most normal person Mm -hmm. like it's they're just they're a normal character but then the game's gonna progress an hour later and um you realize that everybody has, like, a dark side and everyone has something that's kind of fucked up and there's a reason you're in Silent Hill because there's never, there's never a mistake. Like, Silent Hill is almost, like, the be-all, and all omnipotent judge of people. Like, people that are there, there's a reason for it and it's, it's something they have to deal with. So I feel like if they, like, kept that vibe of, like, how American Horror Story had a lot of, like, hidden fucked up things like twists that like you get five episodes deep and you're like holy shit like that literally just changed how you view the first five episodes um if they did like that like i feel like an anime would be fantastic for that Mm -hmm. um i had to pick another one um it's tough it's tough because those would be my two like biggest picks but um Dude, do, like, do, like, a Dark Souls one, even. Yeah. Like a Dark Souls one would be cool. I mean, the only problem is the lore. is pretty confusing to even people that play it. But, like, uh-huh. whatever. I fucking. was going to say, I don't even
1: the, the, the know lore. I know it. the lore
0: there. Don't even worry about it. Um, <laughs> it would be... It'd be kind of cool to do, like, a Fire Emblem one, though, too. Yeah, I think that would uh, transition pretty well. Uh, Yeah, I feel like that would translate to an anime really well. Um, I mean, they already have, like, character designs that are anime. You know, like, that. that, that's how they're drawn. Um, That wouldn't be, like, a bad transition or anything. Um, Yeah, I would have to say, like, Resident Evil Silent Hill and Fire Emblem, I feel like those would be solid, solid anime picks. Yeah, Uh, It really depends on what you Want though because I am a big fan Of like dark horror anime Yeah It's not all I watch but like uh, They're just really good and I feel like Castlevania And Resident Evil and Silent Hill would all Like if they kept in the same strain As Castlevania and like how they depicted A lot of the stuff that happened uh, And kept it that way like It would be so fucking good Um, But Fire Emblem would be more of the Happy like almost fairy tale-esque Yeah
1: Yeah, that's a pretty one-to-one.
0: Yeah, just like you know, Fire Emblem's all about that. At least the newer ones are. You know, more about the. um, You have the four or five main cast characters, and then other than that, you have like thirty other people that join their group over the course, and they all have pretty cool personalities. And like, same thing with fairy tale, but like, I feel like that would be. A kind of a cool thing to base it on even get some yeah. inspiration from well
1: um, I
0: yeah.
1: I'm a kid of the 90s so I'm used to like every fighting game having an anime
0: True. so True. like
1: the Street Fighter animated movie is one of my favorites is it? like that's still like that's one of my top 10 animes probably mm. um, and I think Virtual Fighter had one uh, Power Stone has one that I need to see because apparently that dub is ridiculous. Good. Uh, and King of Fighters is getting an, a like CG animated one. Good. Miniseries. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I even kind of think that like the CG movies, like that's even a pretty good way to go. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to see the... I still need to see the Resident Evil ones. I saw... Uh, they had Blu-ray copies of Vendetta out.
0: Yes. I have not seen it I'm I'm
1: looking forward to it. Like, I think it's going to be cool. Um, even though it was a pretty quick release. Like, I think those... Mm-hmm. Those are generally... Like, you can be a little more faithful... To yeah. the source material with those than uh, the live-action stuff will ever be because of the system.
0: <clears throat> so truth. Yeah. Um a little bit off of that topic though, uh, I did remember something I never talked about, not like during any podcast, something quick. Um so Resident Evil 7, um I I have been diving into it again, just mm-hmm. playing it more. Um so the not a hero, I think it's called the not a hero DLC that literally when you beat the game, you like, you get a picture for it. And it's like, it was originally slated for spring of this year. Mm-hmm. It's obviously past that. It's still not out. Um, it, now Capcom came forward and talked about it already. And basically what they said though, and I completely agree with this is um, they were like, well, when we, so when they launched the game and they worked on the DLC, the, like, overwhelmingly positive um, reception of the game, they, with that in mind and, like, how good that the game was and everything, they um, they didn't truly expect it as much as they did. So they still were like, okay, like, we're going to work on this DLC for that spring release date. But when that release date came up, um, he looked at it as a whole and was, and he said it was like he said in the interviews, like it was basically complete. But he didn't feel like it actually met expectations of the main game, mm-hmm. and he, he scrapped it. And he was like, he's like, we're gonna delay this until I feel like it's actually worthy of being in the game. He's like, I don't feel like it matches up to what the main game gave you as an experience, mm-hmm. and I feel like this okay, this hat like. Yeah, and he literally said, "Sorry, but I'm not like I'm not signing my name to it until it's actually good."
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: in that same vein, um, he basically just said he was like, "He's like, it'll still be free. I don't know when it'll come out, but it will be free no matter what when it comes out. Um, it'll be good, and that they are continuing to work on other DLC as well as that kind of thing."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, he just he just straight out said he's like, he's like, I won't release it until I feel comfortable. Um, and that's why they missed the release date.
1: I feel so, like I, they have a ways to go before. They have a little bit of time, I think, before it's
0: kind of an issue. Yeah. Uh, no, I definitely agree with you. Um, they have a little bit of time that they can play around with. I just feel like, if you drop this even in like a month or something or like closer to fall, and it is as good as they want it to be, and it because the thing is is also they they were saying that they wanted it to be like longer than the other DLCs that they've already released. Okay. Um, they wanted it to be like kind of a big deal, like part of the game. I mean, you play Chris Redfield, like bro, it's got it's got to be you know. They wanted to that be very story driven and very, very like, um, very long compared to the other DLCs. If they drop it and it's you know a five hour, six hour even experience, maybe even less, um, it might reignite the fire for the game because of how like you know when the game first came, the game came out in January of this year, mm-hmm. it came out at the very beginning of this year, and a lot of talk has died off from it. Just because that's how the gaming industry works Like, your game comes out A month or two later, new games are out People are talking about what's new They're not talking about what's a year ago. Right. Uh, you drop a DLC, though That re, re-lights The Resident Evil 7 fire um, People, you know Will pick up that copy of the game again Play through it and Kind of be able to Have people talking about it at the end of the year Instead of just at the beginning so, mm-hmm. That's kind of what I feel like they need. They need, and it'll get people hyped for their new endeavors. Even the Resident Evil 2 remake, that they haven't said anything about.
1: When did they mention that?
0: Uh, I mean, they they mentioned they were starting it like two years ago. Okay. And then like a year ago or something, he did confirm that it's still there, that it's still being worked on, mm-hmm. but. Nothing came of it Like like no E3 anything from this year You know what I mean like, yeah. They didn't talk about it um, The only like thing in recent time That has like come up is The fans that were making The fan remake of Resident Evil 2 Um, Capcom sent them like a cease and desist On sure. it And so they had stopped But then they hired them
1: See I feel like that's the best Possible outcome of yeah.
0: that Exactly. And they were like, okay, like you, everyone was behind you. Uh, it looked fantastic from the, what they had.
2: Okay. And they
0: were like, yeah, you're not going to be like, you, you have to stop, but we, we want you to help us make it, mm-hmm. you know, get show us the assets you already made and let's improve them and make it up to our standards and stuff. Um, that was basically the last thing though. That was a while ago, but like if that if that it better not die but it better mm-hmm. fucking come out um, and when it does like that was my favorite out of all of the Resident Evil so yes get it done
1: yeah I mean it's a weird time to be I I have weird feelings about Capcom yeah uh, oh yeah. But, but I at seven was it it definitely
0: gave some hope. Oh, definitely, and I mean, even if they take it to a Resident Evil 8, you know, just like, uh, just another, a sequel kind of thing, Um, if they improve upon their design of this game, and continue to make it not super based on what has happened in the other games, Mm -hmm. I feel like that'll be, like, it'll make another almost, like, solid part of the franchise, Mm -hmm. because, like, I've broken down the franchise before where it's, you know, you basically have almost like a, like a star Wars feel to it. I call it. Like you have the original trilogy, like one, two and three. And, and then you have any of the games that happened like during that, like in their universe time period,
2: mm-hmm.
0: those were all like super good. Mm-hmm. And then you get four, five and six as a trilogy. And that just literally plummets because four is good, like super good. 5 is okay, 6 is terrible. Like, it just, you can see the drop-off. Mm-hmm. 7, though, just talking about numbered ones right now, 7, though, like, brought it way back up, and I feel like if they continue with that for another few games, like, build on that game and how it worked, and, like, um, it would make a completely successful, like, revival of this franchise, um, and they need it. Yeah. Uh, but... People hailed the fucking remake of the first game on the GameCube and on PS4 because they remastered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hail it as like one of the best remakes, you know, in gaming. It's like you took a you took the original game, you added stuff to it, you made you brought it from the ground up. Uh, do dude with resident evil two, like add any of the cut content that you couldn't do because of the PS one's limitations. Mm. Like you do that, oh my god, dude, I will be playing it for days. I'll try to hundred percent that shit.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, but I can talk about out hour, for hours about Resident Evil, like yeah, about what I think about it. So I will. End it there, I wanted to be kind of quick because wasn't just a little tidbit of information, nothing too special about seven. Yeah,
1: I it's. I mean, I hope that it they can make solid updates. Like, I want to believe the Capcom. Is going to do the quality, as well as yep. like in a timely manner. Like I feel like it's one of those tough things because I know they're doing that with um, with Street Fighter right now as well, as they're putting off a lot of uh, the updates, and <clears throat> and it's tough whenever they with Street Fighter Five. I feel like they don't have. To me, it's a it's a weird game. So, like, yep. to start from zero and then to not fulfill any sort of, like, quality update after that yep. is weird. It feels like a step back. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully they... I think Resident Evil 7 was more popular, so hopefully they'll put a little more effort into that one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So we'll see. Um anything else recent that has come up that you're looking forward to?
0: Not really to be honest with you. Um, not too much. Like uh, that's about it for a little bit for me. I mean Dragon Ball Z fighters. I mean like I'll pick it up but I'm not I'm not you know a huge fighting game fan so I haven't been like looking super into it but it does look super good. Yeah it, it looks so. really nice. Yeah it, it looks solid. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm. Um, you've got your basic, like you got the normal games. I guess I'm picking up like Battlefront Two, the new Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I'll grab those when they come out. Um. But nothing that I'm like. I guess like super hyped for yet, mm-hmm. other than Destiny Two. I'm kind of hyped for.
1: Yeah. Um. When does Fire Emblem Warriors come out? I know I've already asked you this. I don't People remember. Days. To be honest with you. I feel like it's like. Within a couple months.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in 2017. Yeah. So it's got, it's got to be soon ish. Um,
1: it is making me sweat on the Switch front. Like, I think. Yeah. The, oh,
2: because yeah, you don't have one yet, right?
1: Do what? You don't have one yet, right? Yeah, I don't have a Switch. And Fire Emblem Warriors, it looks really good. Like, in ter- aesthetically, I think. Their approach to those games looks really good right now.
2: Yep.
0: So. Oh yeah. Um. So apparently, all I can find right now it's fall of twenty seventeen. Okay. Maybe I have time.
1: Yeah, a little bit. It's lighting a fire, for sure. A fire fire in my belly, Um, and I'm. Playing Gunbreaker a lot right now, as you yep. might know.
0: Oh, I I know. I see you online.
1: That game so good. I'll, I'll probably have more thoughts whenever I finish it. When I finish the story, um, yep. It might be a while on that one because I got the version that has all the DLC, and I know that they did like I think four story updates to it. So
0: damn. Yeah, there's damn. a
1: lot of stuff to it. So we'll see. Jesus. But it it's yeah. solid fun.
0: There you go. You should stream
1: it. I don't know if I will.
0: Ooh! <laughs> there's ooh, a, there's oh, a lot of
1: customization on. in that game
0: that I
1: don't think is super compelling.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you don't want people to just sit there watching you just like, oh, let, let me let scroll through all these
1: decals.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I hear you. Um, but, I,
1: I mean, I'm, I would. Like... <laughs> Just to troll people I guess
0: Just like Three hour stream of me customizing Something and that is uh-huh. it Then you like literally you're like okay I'm ready to play this uh, But that's where I'm gonna end It tonight and you just like start <laughs> playing it Without streaming it. Yeah. You it Just to bug people man Oh yeah
1: Alright well on that note I think that does yeah, it for this I that's episode what I call it. Yeah Awesome. Uh, until next time uh, please rate review and subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud for the moment.
0: I Until think it shut down.
1: yeah, I mean we we've been notified that SoundCloud is shutting down, so we might have to move it pretty soon. Um, I know that the app is still working right now, so we'll see how long <laughs> how yeah, long we can make those. it. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, but uh, drop us a line. I think I'm going to actually set up an email account soon so that people can actually give us some feedback from there. Um, so look out for that. I think it's going to be like specterandrobotgmail.com or something like that. So It'll be something like that. Yeah, hopefully I can keep it simple. Um, awesome. So look for that. And any questions, I guess we can start answering questions too. That might be good. Honestly. Because hour and a half episodes is not long enough, right? It's yeah. not long enough. Never be more content on here. Alright. Awesome. So with All that. Right. Bye. Bye Until next time. Bye bye. Have a good night.
0: There we go. We are off.
1: Sweet. you, fam.